My name is Megan. I'm a stay-at-home wife and mom. We live in the beautiful state of Montana. I'm the creator of the blog and YouTube channel, Wilson Homestead. Join me as I share my passion for homesteading life, motherhood, from scratch cooking, and life in the farmhouse. Today, I wanna to share with you guys my recipe for peanut butter cookies that are gap safe. Dimmy is joining me today. He is sleeping in the wrap as usual. So as a lot of you guys know, my husband has been on the GAPS diet for a while now, and I plan on going on the GAPS diet once he is almost a year old. It's not ideal to do when you're pregnant or breastfeeding, so I've been just waiting a bit longer, but my husband was on it for like five to six months, I think, and it cleared up his allergies so much, and he's just been feeling so good. It's been really good for his just overall health, so I've needed to learn how to make all kinds of food that are GAP safe. There's very specific foods that you can and cannot eat on this diet, and I'll link my playlist down below with all of the recipes I do have for GAPs, but cookies are one of the things that my husband really missed. I love baking. He would take some cookies with him to work. He would have some after dinner, and he just really missed having that. So I made up this recipe and we love it. And I don't know if any of you have searched online for GAPS recipes, but there are not very many out there and the ones that are there are not very good. Either they tur don't turn out like the recipe says they should and they're just disgusting, or they have ingredients that aren't actually GAPS safe. So I have gone about making up all my own recipes and I'm excited to start sharing all these recipes with you guys. But today we are just going to do the peanut butter cookies. Luke is in need of some more cookies, so I figured this was the perfect time to go ahead and show you guys how I do it, but I need to make some anyway. So let's get right into this recipe. So all the ingredients you'll need are coconut oil, honey, peanut butter, eggs, almond flour, salt. And then there is one optional ingredient of baking powder, and this is not actually technically gap safe. So I'm just putting this in here as optional because it does make the texture a lot better, but it's not super important. I'm actually going to add this in to our batch of cookies just because he's been on it for five to six months now and we know that his allergy is dairy. It's not any of the raising agents like baking soda or baking powder. So I know that won't specifically irritate his stomach. But if you guys have a problem that you don't know what's causing it yet or you're just starting this and you're still having issues, you want to avoid the baking powder. But some of you might just be here for the recipe because it's gluten-free and dairy-free and just really healthy for a cookie recipe, and in that case, feel free to add the baking powder in. So first, you're going to measure out one cup of coconut oil and melt it in a little saucepan, and then I just pour it in my KitchenAid bowl. I love using the KitchenAid. I've gotten really lazy, and I just use the KitchenAid for everything. It's amazing. And then you're also gonna add one cup of peanut butter and one cup of honey. So it's just equal parts of those first three ingredients, which I love. This recipe gets really easy to memorize after you've been making it a few times, and you're just gonna cream those three ingredients together. And then you take two eggs and you're going to beat those into the mixture. And now this next step with all the dry ingredients, technically you're supposed to mix them all up in a separate bowl and then pour in the wet ingredients, but you guys know me. I do not follow instructions and I like to save time and save dirty dishes. So what I do is I just take three cups of the almond flour, one half teaspoon of salt, and one teaspoon of baking powder if you're adding that in. I just dump all those in there and stir it up. <laughs> and it's turned out fine all these times. I don't really get why I should dirty another bowl just to mix those up separately, but you guys can do that if you want, but I never, I never do that <laughs> and it's always fine. So once that's mixed up really well, I'm just gonna take the bowl out of the KitchenAid stand and I'm going to cover it with saran wrap and I'm gonna stick it in the refrigerator for about an hour. And this is pretty important because at this point it's pretty runny 
especially that coconut oil and honey are making it really runny and once you put it in the refrigerator, those things specifically will harden up and that makes it so much easier to scoop out onto the cookie sheet. So otherwise it's really gooey and it like, the cookies are really thin, it like runs runs out and they spill into each other and it's a disaster. Even though it's a bummer to have to wait a whole hour before you can even start baking your cookies and then you have to bake them before you can start eating them. But generally what I do if they're in the refrigerator is every time I walk by the refrigerator, I'll just sneak a little spoonful of the dough because <laughs> I love cookie dough. After I spin in the refrigerator for an hour, start scooping the dough out onto the cookie sheets. I just scoop them into like one to one and a half inch size balls I'm super not particular with this part either. Just whatever size of cookie you want. You wanna preheat the oven to 375 degrees. And then once you get all your cookie dough balls on the cookie sheets, just pop them in the oven. And you're gonna cook them for about 10 minutes or until the cookies start to brown on the top. So if you do them a little bigger or a little smaller, depending on what size of cookie you like, just watch for when they start to brown, just slight little bit. You don't want them dark brown, but just slightly brown and you'll know how long to cook them for for the size of cookie you're going for. But for one inch size balls, about 10 minutes is perfect. And then I let them cool just a little bit on the cookie sheet before I scoop them off so then they don't fall apart as easily. Then they're ready to go. And a lot of times I'll make a double batch of these and I'll either freeze half of the cookie dough balls and then when Luke wants some more, I'll just pop them out of the freezer and line them up on the cookie sheet. You cook them a little longer if they start out frozen, obviously, but it's just really an easy way to have cookies on hand all the time. And these are so healthy. They're sweetened with honey, so you're not getting a ton of sugar. And so I just absolutely love this recipe. I have a printable recipe on a blog post that I will link down below. And so that just makes this really easy. You can print it out and have it in your cookbook and you don't have to search for this video every time you want to make these. And the links to where I buy all my ingredients. All the ones that I buy online, I'll make sure to link for you guys on the blog post. So just head over there and check that out. I hope you guys love these cookies as much as we do. Thank you for listening. Your support means a lot. Don't forget to follow along on Instagram at Wilson Family Homestead and YouTube at Wilson Homestead. And if you are enjoying the podcast, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes. It really helps us out. Thanks for following along.